Corporate MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Race Tech. How are you guys doing out there today? Thank you for joining me once again. A new week, a new episode, and more information getting ready for you guys to digest. That's right. Today's show is all about conversion, spring, or hybrid forks for KTM Husqvarna Gas Gas. Yes, that's right. Conversion forks. It's the rage right now. We're going to get rid of the air. All the AER is out. And either we're going to try hybrid or we're going to try a full spring. So we are testing the WP6500 Exact Pro cartridge kit. The Coppersmith Aero Hybrid. That's right. The Aero Hybrid, which is consisting of... Um, the air side as well as a Olin's TTX 22 dampening side. So that uh, spent a lot of time on that. So lots of good things to say about that. And of course, the KYB inserts from Enzo Racing. Uh, those three things are the most, I guess, I get the most emails about those three specific insert drop-ins. So we're going to talk about that, what they do exactly how much they cost, if it's worth it, and honestly, if it's better than the AER stuff. So we're going to go over all that and uh, give you guys some guidance. First things first, you guys should be shopping over at RockyMountainATVMC.com. You know why? Because they are the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. So easy to see why you guys should be going to KieferInkTesting.com right now. Click on that little RMATVMC banner. It's the only banner on my site. Click on that, and then that gives us a little slice of what you guys are purchasing when you do that. Just takes you right to the Rocky Mountain site. Continue to live your life and just do what you do, and that helps us out huge. So thank you for the people that have been doing that. I've been keeping tabs on it. And it's working out great. So thank you to the Rocky Mountain guys, and thank you guys for spending your money over there. Um, if you guys want to spend some money on some gear, looks like we're slowly but surely getting things in stock now. Gear sizes are going uh, back in stock, and helmets are getting back in stock. Slowly but surely, we're working our way there. If you guys want some new gear for that summertime coming, that heat that's about to come, and you East Coasters, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's going to be humid as balls back east and uh, gear is the utmost importance which we want to be cool so they have some really lightweight gear that lasts a long time go to fxr racing use the code kkmx35 save yourself 35 percent and if you are a lady that's right if you are a female and you love to ride and you would like to look sweet and super hot in fxr gear not get hot but you look super hot I have a special code for you ladies out there as well. So hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you a lady code that is even more than 35% because I like women riding dirt bikes. I think it's awesome. So keep you ladies on um, on the bikes and looking good with FXR Racing. And if you guys want to look good and feel good on the track, RacetechRacetech.com. That's right, RacetechRacetech.com. Double duty right there. And go get your oil, change, seals, bushings, everything. 20 hours is the, the deal. Um, that's the handshake agreement, 20 hours. That's when things start breaking apart or breaking down. Uh, you want to get some gold valves. You want to get some engine work. Uh, use the code Kiefer. That's right. Use the word code Kiefer. Or sales at racetech.com and uh, order your parts through there. Or just simply email me and I'll get you in contact with Chris Riesenberg over there and... Uh, get you down the road in a smooth fashion and a faster fashion. We have a Honda CRF250R build that Racetech is doing. Engine, suspension, all of it. 
Can't wait to ride that thing. I love a Honda 250, especially when it's fast. That's a good time. And uh, look for that at RacerX. We're going to do a video over there. And thank you to uh, all of our 2022 sponsors. You guys know them. Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants, Decal Works. You guys want to look cool with some graphics? Uh, Kiefer Inc. Graphics, Decal Works does it. Lit Pro, there's a new uh, Lit Pro that's coming out. We're going to go test that next week. So something that's going to be, um, it's going to take the unit off of your helmet and it's going to be behind the number plate, which is going to be really cool. So looking forward to test that. But if you guys want a Lit Pro, hit me up. As always, with any of these sponsors, you can always email me and I'll get you in contact with them and hopefully get you a discount. And uh, so it's a little bit cheaper for you guys to ride. You guys hurt or you guys need an MRI, you guys know who to go to, Robert Kong. That's the guy. He does it all. So uh, Mission Imaging, 909-433-0575. Get your MRIs over there if you're in Southern California. He's a good dude, rides dirt bikes. And if you guys are old, like me, and you still love to ride, uh, they have the Old Timers Chapter Motocross Association. It's in the Nevada Old Timer Chapter. Race dates April 30th and May 1st in Fernley, Nevada. That's Tyler Intignap's place right now. So go ride there. Longer motos, less expensive, and you get more seat time. So that's cool. All right, guys. Thanks for bearing with me and all that stuff. Uh, right now, I have a bunch of notes just laying across my desk because uh, today was the last day. I had three sets of forks on. Uh, so here's where I started with this with this whole test. So I wanted to do an insert drop-in test because a lot of you guys are emailing me, right? So, Kiefer, you always have cone valves or you say you're going to, you know, ride with air and you don't uh, for very long, which is true. So I have been on some revalved AER stuff on the 22. And then I thought, let's do some insert tests because a lot of you guys are spending some money on going to Springs and it's cheaper than going to a full cone valve system or fork. And um, so I grabbed three of these sets of these inserts. And I've been going back and forth on the 2022 KTM 450. And then the new chassis came out, the 2022.5. And I wanted to do it on that. So I kind of prolonged this test a little bit. As you guys know, Kiefer Inc. does a lot of that because I'm only one human. And uh, this whole modified 450 test has been a nightmare for me to get all the bikes, but I'm finally doing that. So uh, we work a little bit slower here, but we get things done, and it's in uh, it's a good it's a good thing to do that because then I just take my time and I have a lot to say about it. So I tried this on the old frame and the new frame on the orange bike. So this goes for both of you guys. If you guys are listening and you guys want to know what works, um, I have both information right here for all three. Uh, pieces so let's just start with the wp kit so um wp introduced this kit last year it's a 6500 cartridge uh what's cool about this this is not cone valve technology i talked to jordan over at wp a little bit today they actually use a mid valve system similar to kyb so once i heard that uh before i received this i kind of knew this and i was excited it was like ooh, so i'm going to get a different feel than the standard cone valve technology which isn't bad. Uh, I've struggled at times to dial in cone valves. I have. Mark at REP has dialed me in several times. And I've actually tried a race tech setting that was really good when Luke worked over there. So it takes some effort to get some comfort with the cone valve technology. So it's just not turnkey. You just don't order your cone valve forks and you show up and you think, oh, this is way better than the AER stuff. Because honestly, it's not unless you get it dialed in. So it does take some work by you, the consumer, to dial your cone valve stuff in. So this WP6500 cartridge uh, is using that mid-valve system. What they really wanted me to do, and for this test specifically, they wanted me to use the customer setting. So if you guys are out there and you're going to order this $1,300 drop-in kit, so that's how much it costs, $1,299 plus $135 for spring. So basically you're looking at $1,400, right? They have a customer setting, a valving spec for that, and then they recommend um, you put in your weight, your riding ability, and they get you the type of spring rate that they think you need. And that's what exactly is what I tested with, the customer valving spec with my spring rate. So 
I have a 0.50 spring rate. Usually I'm a 0.48 spring rate on these types of uh, WP forks and cartridges. But uh, what I've been learning is I've been going a little bit stiffer because I'm 175 pounds. And with this KTM, I've noticed that I can charge into bumps harder versus uh, other bikes that I've riding, I've been riding lately, which is a Yamaha YZ450 and a KX450. So if I can explain this to you guys and you guys are listening in the garage or driving, with a Yamaha or a Kawasaki, I will coast into my corners a little bit more. So I'll set up, roll the throttle off, and then and set up for my corner and then roll my corner. With the KTM, I actually can leave the gas on harder and charge through some bumps and brake later and then get into the corner and dive into the corner a little bit later. So this is what I've noticed with the KTM. I can stand up longer. I can charge a little bit harder. There's certain things that I have to ride different with the KTM versus the other Japanese bikes. So with this WP6500 cartridge kit, I was worried it was going to be too soft. So I was like, man, let's go a little bit beefier on the on the fork spring, and it's worked out for me. 175 pounds, obviously vet rider, um, and I feel like on slapdowns, it's a little bit of a stiff feel, but man, it holds up well. The valving on this is actually surprisingly has a lot of dampening and has good dampening control and good uh, bottoming resistance. So very stoked with the valving that they came up with that. And I know WP does work hard and works with Austria out here to get a spec for American buyers. So we have something that we all can use. We're not getting a Euro valving spec where it's just soft and, and divey because they have different conditions over there. So I'm glad that it does have some holdup. And I'm also glad that I have more lean angle traction and more comfort through corners than I do with the AER fork. Not a huge stickler with the new AER fork on the 22 or the 22.5. But dampening control is an issue on the AER fork. Consistency is an issue for me on a, on a on an AER fork and slap downs like when I'm over jumping or under jumping the fork just feels cheap to me on the AER fork. The cheapness feel is gone with this cartridge WP makes. I have like I said dampening control, so I have a thicker feel uh, when I hit some. I just have a of a quality. I, if, I, if I can explain it to you, it's just more of a quality feel when I hit something versus an air fork. Uh, it's hard to explain unless you guys have ridden the AER fork and a, and a, a spring fork back-to-back. -back. But with a spring-type fork, I feel like I can just smack into things, and there's just more beef there. I just have more thickness, more quality of a fork to hit things. And that's what the 6500 kit does feel like. <clears throat> I will tell you this. The 6500 cartridge with this mid-valve feels a lot different than the cone valve in the way of the 6500 does move a lot more in the stroke movement than the cone valve. The cone valve is a little bit more of a dead feel and has a firmer feel, while the 6500 cartridge feel is more like KYB-ish. It won't feel like a KYB fork. We'll talk about that insert in a minute. But it does. the action of the WP6500 does feel like a KYB. It moves a lot in the stroke, so I had to slow it down a little bit. I tried stiffening it up, but actually it didn't work out for me. I actually ended up going back to the standard compression setting. But going to this kit made my ass in the shock area ride high off throttle. And you would think, oh, maybe that's diving. My fork wasn't diving. I just feel like the shock itself felt really light and loose off throttle. So I had to adjust my high speed on my shock, and I also had to slow my rebound on my shock to calm that rear end down. As well, I had to calm that front end down. So I went too slower on the rebound on the WP6500 drop-in kit. I left the compression alone, and I also left my fork height at one line up. Usually, like on the AER fork, you're at two lines up, I am at one line up to try to raise that front end a little bit and get a little bit more stability. I want a little bit more lean angle stability. So with the 6500, I left it at one line up. And that's something different uh, than I, I normally haven't done in a long time. I usually am a two line kind of guy on this fork. Uh, but dude, this bike 
corners really well now with the 6,500 drop-in. I have more traction. I have more tip-in traction at the front end and consistency. So when I rode today, the last day of this test, and I had four separate days on uh, the 22 and then four separate days on the 22.5, lots of hours with these forks. Um, I just feel like there's just more consistency. It feels the same when I uh, show up and start riding in my backyard. And I today was my last day, and I had uh, some good traction. It rained out here. But two different types of tracks, a, a hard pack track with square edge and then a deeper sand track with taller bumps. And I was pleasantly surprised because with both of these tracks, the fork had the same character, which is very difficult to do, especially with the KTM. The KTM's... Uh, Achilles heel back in the day was the bike always felt different from track to track. I'm always chasing it. I had a good setting. I'd show up the next day and it was always felt different. So with this drop in Ken, it just kind of feels a little bit more consistent. I have that feeling and with consistency, I can go fast. So if you guys are wondering about lap times comparative comparative to my Yamaha, I'm going to talk to you about that at the end of the show. So WP kit, 1300 bucks plus 135 for the springs. You can go to WP's um, website. They have them. You can get them directly. And this is just the customer setting. Like I said, I did not change the valving on this. On these other ones, I can't say that. Um, KYB, I had a little bit different valving. And the Coppersmith was basically what they set me up with from Coppersmith. So the KYB was actually tailor-made for me <clears throat> and honestly wasn't that much better than this WP drop-in customer setting right off the bat. So if you guys are looking for a little bit more front-end traction, better consistency, and and a, and a more um, quality feel, better dampening feel, the WP kit is actually really good. So I'm stoked that they offered this. It's a lot cheaper than going to a cone valve fork. And honestly... Uh, it's nice to keep your stock fork because the cone valve is a little bit thicker in the wall. Like the dia- the diameter is the same of the fork tube, but the thickness of the tube is a little bit uh, thicker, so you get a little bit more rigidity. Uh, so I like to keep that standard uh, rigidity with uh, the standard AER fork that comes with these KTMs and then just dropping that in and then you get a little bit of a better feel and more dampening, and you got a mid-valve and not a cone valve. So uh, for me, all upside worth the cost. Let's move on to the Coppersmith. Very unique. Uh, I had some uh, prior experience to the Coppersmith before. I've never been, transparency here, I've never been an Olin's type of guy. Never really liked the feel of Olin's. I've tried Olin's on a Honda. I've tried Olin's on a Yamaha. I've tried Olin's on a Husqvarna. Never did quite, I don't know, I never did quite feel like I had control like I did with just a standard KYB fork or even with the standard WP fork, uh, even the air fork. I just felt like, eh, didn't really like the feel. It almost, if I can explain to you, a standard Olin's back in the day, and this is prior to uh, this TTX that they sell, it felt like a balloon. So you, you know how you blow up a balloon and you, it's very hard to get the air in and also it gets easier. It's kind of what the Olin's felt like back then. It was hard and then it just kind of like lost dampening a little bit. Not with this Coppersmith. So the Coppersmith um, runs, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, and just to be transparent as well, they sent me their full A kit spec, which is they got, uh, I'm reading it off here. So they got, the tie, the, the, the coated upper fork tubes, DLC coated lower tubes, and uh, SKF seals, bushings, oil, guide sleeves, and they do all their custom shipping boxes. Really nice how it comes. So, And the color that they use for the Kashima coating is unique. It's like a deep, dark orange. It's very, very unique, very cool looking. And you guys can see that over on my website. I'll post some photos up on that soon. But um, So you remove the dampening fork right side, install the arrow fork. Um, and then what you do is you, and the compression and rebound are already preset. They're at compression 14, rebound 14, and it has a 0.45 spring. Don't freak out. Relax. This guy uh, over there told him my weight, recommended a 0.45 spring. And then you reset your AER fork left side air pressure to 4.5 bar, and then you're going to 
mess with that a little bit, and I'll tell you where I ended up. You're going to have to mess with that plus or minus .5 bar. Um, I, I don't know. Like, for me, I went to a .5 bar up. So I have 5 bar is where I left the air. And then I went to a compression of 12 out and a rebound of 12 out on this. And this is where I found the most comfort. So where I feel like uh, the most benefit, and if I can explain where I feel like this shines more, and this right away when I put this on, more comfort than the AER fork. All of these forks to me are better in the direction of comfort and lean angle traction. So I feel like the Coppersmith fork and the Aero system is better on small bump absorption versus the WP6500. On small bumps, chatter, uh, you're coming out of a corner and you're accelerating and your just fork is very light in the stroke, this is where this hybrid coppersmith is really good. If I was an off-road type of guy and I was hitting small roots, small chatter out here, the, G the Big Six GP series, this is where this shines. So I kind of got off the motocross course for a little bit because I was riding there, did some motos, and today I built myself a GP track, half moto, half fire roads with just whoops, sand whoops, and then some chop. I had the most control with this KTM that I was riding with the Coppersmith installed than I ever had before. High speed, wide open, fourth gear, light. The front end's very light. You know, you kind of get that little shake or a little bit of twitchiness. This Coppersmith setting that I had and they gave me in this whole Aero hybrid fork calmed that down completely. It just felt like I was planted to the ground. Another benefit with the Coppersmith is on hard pack, nothing to bank off of, and you're leaning with the WP6500, the fork felt really light. It's like my knobs weren't digging into the dirt like I wanted it to. Not so with the Coppersmith system. I felt like I had lots of traction, almost a heavier front-end feel, even though when I weighed this system, it's like almost a full pound lighter than the 6,500 drop-ins, right? So I'm losing weight, but it just felt like it was grabbing the dirt more on hard pack, same tire, same thing. I was running a Dunlop MX3S front tire, and I could actually move around with my front tire with the Coppersmith stuff on, okay? The thing that it doesn't benefit as good as the 6,500 WP is when I'm charging into deep bumps off-throttle, I feel like I need a little bit more holdup. I think I needed to go to a .47 spring and then back that air pressure down, but I didn't do that. I just rode everything that I had, which they what they shipped. Same thing with WP, same thing with Enzo. Gave him my weight, my riding ability, and I just rode with how it came. So I think if I was going to live with this, which I could very easily, uh, I'd throw a .47 spring in and then back that air pressure setting down to 4, 4.5 bar and then mess with my compression and rebound down. But again, light bump comfort, very high. Uh, big bump comfort, okay. I just need more dampening feel on right when I'm hauling ass into these bumps and I drop my front end into some, some heavy, deep, uh, breaking bumps, I just need more control and hold up. I feel like it lacked a little bit. It kind of dived a little bit. And then when I rode sand, I had a lot of oversteer because it just was low in the stroke. So I will say this. It made the, the Coppersmith stuff made the shock actually feel a little bit more comfortable than the WP6500 cartridge. Uh, I feel like a little bit more traction and overall the bike just seemed to uh, have a little bit overall more traction feel with this fork setting. So, man, I don't know. And they recommend here, just to let you guys know, they service that cartridge every 20 hours for optimal performance. So same thing when I talk about race tech, 20 hours is the mark. Same thing here with the Coppersmith stuff. Um, they gave this stuff back to me uh, in December. So I've been riding it off and on since January. And we had some good conditions, had some shitty conditions, uh, it shines. This stuff shines a lot in hard pack, square edgy, light bump, small bump absorption. So if you're looking, if you're a woods rider, 
If you're looking uh, to get a little bit more traction or if you're a GP guy, high speed, looking for a little bit more stability and front-end bite and just front-end feel, the Coppersmith Hybrid uh, MX-22 Fort Kit system is really good. It is a little bit more expensive than the drop-in um, if you go with the A-Kit. A-Kit's two grand. They have a B-Kit, uh, obviously a little bit less, maybe not as much coating, 1400 bucks, And then just the system itself with no coatings, uh, you can go for 1100 bucks. So it actually comes with the spring. So that's pretty cool. And they do a free installation. So uh, the guys over there at Coppersmith are doing great work. Uh, I've never didn't know much about them until I started using this stuff, and then uh, they got their shit together, man. It's really, it's a good uh, fork to to uh, ride with, and I'm gonna ride a what we call Big Six GP out here. I'm gonna do uh, the next one. There's one this weekend in Twenty Nine Palms, but I'm gonna do the following one, and I'm gonna stick this stuff on for me when I race the Big Six. I feel like I have the best feel with this KTM um, with the Coppersmith stuff on on high speed. Hey guys and gals, thanks for hanging in there with me. We're going to do some commercials, so listen to these because they will actually save you some money. And then it, what you can do is buy more stuff because you're saving money. You have a little extra cash, right? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? BloodLubricants.com 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run... Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So... Great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-Engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's Ride-Engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts, I mean, I help him as well, but he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, ProTaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. 
Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times. Get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. We are back with the show. Thank you for hanging in there. You guys are troopers. Love ya. Back with the show. Um, last but not least, the KYB kit that Enzo does. Uh, look it. If you're looking for the, the premium type of feel for your KTM Husqvarna Gas Gas, the Enzo KYB drop in that they do the whole kit it's the most expensive you're going to be almost two grand for this right but you're getting uh the most comfort out of any k any any drop in that you can buy uh for me i haven't tested there's mx tech one i haven't tested that one but out of all these three this one had the most control um, I will say I still didn't get as much lean angle hard pack traction as I did with the Coppersmith. Uh, I feel like the setting that Enzo had and I rode with moved a little bit too much in the stroke at times when I hit sharp faces. I leaned a lot, you know, I lean forward on the bike a lot. I, I watch videos of myself and I don't think I'm that far forward on the bike. And then I'm watching this video the other day on me on the KTM. I'm like, Dude, I'm like Danny Hamill over the fucking bars on this thing. I'm like, God, I got to get more neutral on this bike. But this bike, 
kind of like forces me to ride over the front more. So I feel like I can run my setting stiffer on this bike versus any other bike that I ride. So I think KYB undersprung me a little bit on this system, but for the most comfort, small bump, big bump absorption, man, it is a big difference coming from an AER fork. The rigidity uh, that you normally get on the KTM feel, this dampens that a lot. And for whatever reason, and I can't put my finger on it, I get less vibration through my bars with this KYB Enzo drop-in than I do any other bike or any other kit. Super weird for me. And I and I need to figure this out and need to learn why that is. Uh, but, man, I always get on a KTM from other bikes. I'm like, God, there's a lot of vibration. But when I slide these this KYB inserts in and I, I do this kit, I... It's just I get less vibration. So my hands feel better. I got more comfort. Slap down, um, short, over jump is a lot better with the Enzo KYB drop-in. So uh, look, at, if, you're, if you're wondering like how close all of these are, all of them are pretty close in, in feel. Um, some work better in areas than others. Like for me, if I was going to be aggressive – and ride motocross, this WP6500 kit, I like that aggressiveness into bumps with that. If I was a little bit um, more off-road based, going to small bump, chatter, the Coppersmith was better in that area. And then the KYB for me, if I just wanted to ride smooth, wanted more comfort, wanted less sting in my hands, the KYB provided all that, that drop-in provided all that for me. So all of them work better in certain areas than others, but they're all very similar, and they're all better than the AER stuff. And look, at if you're going to do anything with KYB, and I think even Racetech, they're a sponsor of the show, they will even say, uh, the guys over there, look, there's very few people like Ross at Enzo that can make KYB feel good. He has been around that for a very long time. He has helped KYB Japan in, in many areas. And he knows that system a lot. So what I will tell you, if you are a Yamaha guy and you are a KYB fiend and you think, all right, man, I just got off this Yamaha. I'm getting a KTM and I'm going to drop this KYB inserts in my KTM and it's going to feel like my Yamaha. That's not how it works. That's all bullshit. It will not feel like a KYB fork on a Yamaha. It never will. I've tried to to feel that, to get that, and it will not. It will still have that KTM character, but you will just get more comfort. You will not get as much comfort as the KYB fork on the Yamaha. So you will still have a little bit more harshness and rigidity because of the chassis that's on these steel frames or how the steel frame works compared to the aluminum frame. It's just a different feel. Don't expect... Because you're going to get a KYB insert from Enzo or any of these other kits that it's going to feel like a Yamaha. It will not. I hear that a lot from uh, emails. Hey, man, I just got a KTM. How do I make it feel like my Yamaha? It won't. It doesn't. You got to learn this bike, what the positives and negatives are, and then try to sh to sharpen some of those uh, points of interest that you think need to be sharpened. Like... Uh, for an instance, the KTM for me always feels a little bit firmer, and I, I feel more of the track on a KTM, Husqvarna, gas gas. So if I say KTM this whole podcast, just know I'm talking about all steel frames. Uh, I just feel more of the track with the steel frame versus an aluminum frame. And with an aluminum frame, sometimes I get more wallow. I get um, a heavier feel. So you have to take the good with the bad, and, and with the bad, you just try to make that a little bit better. Um, I just feel like with this kit, if I'm a KTM Husqvarna gas gas owner, one of three, uh, one of these kits that I have right here that I've tested is going to satisfy you. Um, just depends what discipline and what you're doing. Uh, if you're a 50, 50 type of rider, like I'm off road and I'm moto, I honestly think, and you don't want to spend 2k, the Coppersmith's really good. If you're a moto guy, I would say the WP inserts are really good. And, of course, 
These are just customer settings. Your local suspension guy, whoever you go to, can valve that stuff as well. So if he's familiar with the, the WP drop-in, he can do it. Honestly, I, I feel like the Coppersmith guys can handle uh, any kind of valving you need for off-road racing. So if something that you do not like with this fork, say, for instance, for me, like I feel like I could use a .47 fork, those guys would handle it for me, and those guys can do it. So it's just how you set it up. But for sure, man, any one of these drop-ins is better than a AER fork. And I would hate to say that to the WP guys because the AER fork isn't bad for most dudes. Like if you're just a weekend warrior, you can put some air in and you can go ride. Once it's broken in, it's fairly comfortable. It's just not consistent enough for me and doesn't have enough dampening for me. So if you guys out there listening are like me, one of these three are very good. So you got WP at 1300 actually 1400 with springs. Coppersmith, they got whole choices over here. If you want A-kit, cool-looking stuff, 2K, still cheaper than a cone valve fork. Uh, if you just want the drop-ins, it's 1100 bucks. And then you got the other side of it, which is about 2K for the KYB kit uh, from Enzo that you can stick in there and just, you know, get KYB SSS right in your WP outers. So lots and lots of choices for us steel-framed riders out there. Uh, before I let you guys go, and if, of course, as always, you can always hit me up, chris at keyforingtesting.com if you want more information. But this is the, the meat and potatoes of what I felt. Uh, for me, what I am going to choose to ride moto, I'm going to stick with the WP6500 because... Um, I, it's, it's the one I haven't worked with the most. I've had KYB inserts in, uh, I've ran copper Smiths before. I just haven't put enough time on the 6,500 cartridge. And I feel like I want to ride that more since it has a mid valve in it. I think it has a lot of opportunity to make it feel really good. Um, especially versus a cone valve fork. So if I can get this 6,500 kit to work and have as much comfort and less rigidity of a cone valve, then I think this kit is uh, would be where it's at for me and my moto-based um, life that I have right now with my kid. So um, now let's talk a little bit about the Japanese bikes and this KTM with these kits. Consistently on my Lip Pro that I take everywhere with me and I log everything, I am consistently between... Eight tenths to two seconds faster, normally average, uh, maybe not a lap, but let's let's call it this: 0.5 to one second faster a lap on this KTM on most tracks with any one of these kits versus a Yamaha, which is mind blowing to me. You guys listening to this, you guys know how much I enjoy riding a Yamaha, and I've won Loretta's, I've won Vet National on the Yamaha. But for me, I hop on this KTM, and it's it's a little bit more fun for me to ride. I have to ride a little bit more aggressive, but it's easy for me to corner. Uh, it feels light. I'm, it's, it's a playful kind of bike. I can hop bumps. So there's a lot of areas where this thing feels good, and it's deceiving power. It's smooth, linear, easy to work with. Uh, for the vet guy, I think it's it's a really nice power band. It's not on-off like the Yamaha is in stock form. There's a lot of power in the Yamaha, and although exciting, can be a shit ton to handle when you get tired. The KTM's not quite like that. Sometimes I want a little bit more low-end, but honestly, after about 20 minutes, I rethink that. I'm like, okay, I don't need that. I'm glad that uh, I don't have a lot of low-end right now because I can roll my corners. It's not going to yank my arms out, and I'm not getting my arms pulled and getting arm pumped. So, with the WP, the Coppersmith, and this Enzo KYB insert drop-in, uh, consistently faster than the Yamaha with all of my stuff on it. And I think that has direct correlation of how much comfort I have within the front end of this machine because I am a front-end steering guy, let's face that, and how easy the power is to manage. I had a couple guys ride this. I don't want to name their names, but that ride at a high level that do not have, or they're contracted to other, <laughs> to other brands. But when we do these desert tests and we're out in the desert, I let them ride this, this bike. 
and they cannot believe how, one, how deceivingly fast it is and how easy it is to corner, but also they're surprised of how much comfort they had with each one of these kits in the fork. And we're just running a stock shock, people. I'm just running a standard stock shock. And and it's because uh, you use a little bit more balance, like right attitude. But with a little bit of work, I think uh, valving on that shock for me and me messing with a little bit more, I think it's it, it's it's really good. So coming from these gentlemen that ride other brands of bikes and they hop on this thing and they're as fast on the Lip Pro again, as fast on this KTM with these three insert drop-ins uh, than their, no- their own bikes, that says something. They're not even spending that much time on this bike. They're hopping on, doing a couple laps, and then boom, we go riding the lap times. We're like, fuck, I'm the same, or I'm faster. That's impressive. <clears throat> so this is what this bike can create for the average guy. Um, I will say this. Each, with the new chassis and the old chassis, each one of these systems worked very similar. There wasn't something that stood out to me between chassis that I was like, oh, this kit is way better on this chassis versus the other chassis. So if you are listening, you have an older chassis, 22 and older, or you're on the new 22.5 chassis and you're about to get a 23 or whatever, it's the same. So don't freak out. Um, There was a little bit more flex in certain areas with the older frame, the more I ride the newer frame, the more I can appreciate it when I go fast. Uh, I feel like I can push a little bit more with the new chassis than I can the older chassis. The older chassis had a little bit more comfort. But when I do want to push the KTM, it does reward me a little bit more than the older chassis. Along with these drop-ins, it does help out a lot. So this was an interest, interesting test for me. It took a long time. I think uh, overall... Hours, if I look on my notes here, um, yeah, 14 hours total, engine hours, on these uh, sets of suspension. So split that up times three, and you could see how much time I put on these bikes and uh, with the suspension. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting older, guys, and it's getting rougher and rougher as I get older to ride this much. But, man, it's hard to give up when I have so much damn fun, especially with bikes that get better and I see it and I feel it and I put parts like this on bikes. And I'm like, dude, it is so impressive how much better the bike can be when I just have a little bit more fun and traction and more dampening feel. So I just really wish KTM and the, and the whole brand itself would just not abandon air because I have ridden with some air hybrid stuff, especially that's pretty good. But can we get some spring forks on a on a factory edition at least to start there or do something? And I'm glad WP has these drop-ins. That's that's actually better so we don't have to go to a whole freaking cone valve fork or whatever. So I think WP caught on a little bit late when everyone else was starting to add these other spring conversions, you know, KYB, and then you have Coppersmith, and you have MX Tech, and all these other guys doing these drop-ins, and people are buying them, so they, they saw a demand for it, and they and they got theirs out. So kudos to those guys to develop a drop-in that is not a cone valve system. It has a mid-valve. So uh, for you suspension tuners out there, that that's huge. So um, And for us guys that ride these things, that is huge because I feel like there's a little bit more comfort with that system. Um, so yeah, so that is my thoughts on this. As always, uh, if you guys need any more information or clicker settings, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'm happy to help you guys as well as anything else I got going on. But I've got a tons of notes here in my office, as you guys can hear the papers crinkling back here. And what I do, I keep a log of everything. So not only do I have a, a note section within my phone, but I have paper trail and paper logs that I keep here in my office so that if I need to reference something to you guys, I have some of that. It's like my Bible. I really wish Dirt Rider would have gave me my full Bible. I had a, a Bible at Dirt Rider that I had on my desk. And when I left, I never got a chance to grab it. And when I asked for it, mysteriously, it wasn't there. So whatever reason, I have no idea. But there is a lot of notes that goes back to 2004 on a lot of bikes for baseline settings. And man, I had a lot of information. I would have loved to have that because I get a lot of older bike questions and I just simply don't know because I don't have my notes. So uh, I'm building more of a database 
and have Paper Trail here, so I'm happy to help you guys with, with as much settings as I can. If you guys don't see it on my website, as always, my email is open. Give me some time to get back to you. As as usual, I'm only one guy, so I got to test the bikes. I got to put do, put down these shows. Uh, I got an email. So um, if you guys can repay me, all I ask for is to either A, uh, tell your friends about my show, go buy at Rocky Mountain, or buy some merch. Um, I keep my I keep my website free from pop-ups and banners, and I, I fought hard to not have a lot of banners on my site because it clutters the site and let you guys know that I'm not going to, you know, suck someone's dick for money to uh, promote something on this show. So, as usual, all my guys on this show is someone or something that I would buy or have bought in the past. So that's how I work my show. And I, I don't say that a lot. I always bring that up maybe once every two months or so. But I'm um, getting new listeners and just want to let you guys know how I work over here. So thank you for listening to the show. Thank you to the people that actually sent me, WP, the Coppersmith, and Enzo for sending me this stuff to test. And uh, let me know what you guys are riding with. You got a new KTM, you got an older KTM, and you got a spring conversion? Email me. Let me know. I'm, I'm curious to what you guys like and what you guys are using. So um, I learned stuff from you guys as well. So I'm happy to uh, share information as well. You guys should do that with me as well because it's, it's a two-way street over here. If you guys do want to buy some merch, go to my site. It's a new Kiefer. You actually you can go to Kiefer Tested. Punch in KieferTested.com and it'll take you there. And you guys can go to the shop, and I have sweaters, shirts, working on some hats right now. So if you guys don't see it, email heather at keyforinktesting.com, and she will help you as well. And, of course, you see me at a track, come by the van, come say hi. No, I will not ride your bike, so don't come and ask me. I get that a lot as well. <laughs> hey, Keefer, ride my bike and tell me what it does. Nope, not going to do that. But we are going to have a couple seminars, some testing seminars this year, so we're going to put that together. And uh, that'll go up on the website. And I'm sure RacerX will put that up on their website as well and let you know what track I'll be at. And that'll help you guys to learn how to test a little bit, feel things on your bike, what to be aware of. And when you guys do hit or feel something on the track, how that correlates to your suspension. So we're going to do a little seminar. I feel like some of you guys want that and get a little bit smarter as you ride and you get older. Most of us that do get older uh, like to learn a little bit about our bike setup. God bless my kid, though, 16 years old. He don't give a crap. He just twists the throttle and uh, blows through heads. Sucks dirt. It's a whole other story. We're, we're going to fire up coffee with the Kiefers again and talk about that. So uh, if you want to talk about 16-year-olds and sucking dirt and ruining motors, that'll be a great episode over there. So thank you for joining me. And, of course, be good to each other. Ride hard, stay safe, and keep everyone on two wheels. See you next week.